Lovejoy, actually. <laughs> so, we're back. Shall we begin? Yeah. We shall. Episode Are you six. sitting comfortably? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've started recording sitting on the floor. I'm too old to sit on the floor. I don't, what am I doing? My hip hurts. My really? Hurt. Do you two? You two are totally limber. I'm, I've, well, I, I do yoga. It's because you're. It's because you're more. Um, uh, I was going to say athletic. That's not the right word. You both move around more. I was going to say active. Would that be active? Yeah. That's <laughs> like like the women in the episode we're just about to discuss. <laughs> oh yeah, they, yeah. they were certainly active. They were rather limber. They were. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's introduce ourselves quickly. Uh, I'm Em. I'm Paul. And I'm Helen. And we're back. This is Lovejoy. Actually, we are discussing One Born Every Minute, which is impossible to find a summary for because, of course, there is now a TV programme called One, One Born, Born Every, Every Minute. Minute. So if you turn this, if you type this into Google, you just get loads of pictures of babies. Do you know what I've just realised as well? We always say, well, Lovejoy, actually, and then we carry on with what we're doing. We never actually say, it's a podcast about Lovejoy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which fair. Is TV it, drama. To be fair, if you found it and you've got this far into it, you've probably figured that out already. So this, yeah. is, this is a podcast about Lovejoy, the much-loved 80s and 90s British TV comedy drama. <laughs> and today we're discussing series two, episode six. Um, and I'm just looking, I should have done this before. I found a summary on the mm. BBC. Oh. Did, it, did it help? Because we were flummoxed throughout. Not really. Well, I wasn't flummoxed by the end. I was just disappointed. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, the, there, there, was, there was a very... Anyway, sorry. The summary is, uh, Lovejoy is asked to find an itinerant painter who holds the key to a shameful secret. I mean, the secret itself, when it was finally revealed was in the last oh, ten yeah. seconds of the I mean, episode, is, is was very shameful. Yeah, yeah, it was. But yeah, it yeah. barely featured in the episode, and really, it wasn't really the painter who held the key to it mm. either. I think it was just an excuse to have lots and lots of women inexplicably jump into bed with Tom Wilkinson <laughs> <laughs> in a baseball cap. I've no idea why you're saying inexplicably. <laughs> I. I I am aware it was an Eric free episode, so there was yeah. somewhere that I needed to put my Lust. desire. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happened to fall on Tom Wilkinson in a baseball cap. It... I don't think that's odd, is it? The other women in the episode would agree with me. The, yeah, but all the other women in the episode were in their 50s and on HRT. I'm practically in my 50s. I'm 40, like, next year. I'm not. That's not true. Yeah, I'm nearly. I spend so much of my life saying I'm nearly forty, including why it's difficult to sit on the floor. That I forget that I'm not thirty nine. I'm thirty eight. Yeah, but I'm I, I, in my head, I'm like forty already, and I have got a couple of years to go. I'm thirty six, and I've started doing that thing that when I get up, I go. Oh. <laughs> I thought I am old. So, so it seems you're making a, a noise when you move. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the death knell, really, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. But we'll more on this later, listener. Oh yeah, we've all got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just a, a strange think... episode in a lot of ways. I mean, the actual story itself was was quite interesting and fine, you know. And there was like it was kind of, but then the kind of the important bits of it, like you say, were squished at the end. And there was this very odd sort of undertone of strange male. What's the word? Um, entitlement. Yes, male entitlement. I was going to say yeah. we could get the misogyny of the week out of the way straight away because it was the whole, the whole <laughs> episode. episode, the entire episode, the whole episode. Because it, it was, it was basically lots and lots of lots and lots of women who just jump into bed with the not very, not very plausible flattery know. of a middle-aged man in a baseball cap. Now, I, I mean, I'm aware Lovejoy's a middle-aged man in a baseball cap, and I love him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the difference is, if this is a middle-aged yeah. man in a baseball cap who is tall. 
I get very confused about what is attractive and what is just somebody being tall. I, <laughs> as soon as anyone goes sort of t- towards six foot, that's the end for me, I'm afraid. I just mm. think they're attractive. I, I know what you mean. There is something about tall men. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, so at the beginning of the subject, basically we find out, I mean, which is not a new thing that Lovejoy's skint. He owes everybody he's money. He's really skinny. He's in this really episode, in trouble. He? Hasn't paid his rent for three months. He owes those people money. Didn't he, he get Miriam? Didn't he get loads of money in the last episode for that Chaucer book? Yeah, but I think he probably. Where's has all debts, that gone? Well, well many of us most a lot of it money went to opening the restaurant, I guess. Which wasn't his. So it wasn't his money. It was Lyndon's money, and then he yeah he needed the three grand though. But then I guess. He'd spent the three grand, so getting it back just puts him back at zero, not at yeah. up three. Basically, we don't know why he's got no money, but he's got no money. Oh, maybe some of it's going to, um, to his ex-wife and his daughter. That is true, who we meet eventually. Mm. We mm. might hear of them again. So, major, And he's paying Eric now. And before, Eric was paying him. He's mainly so paying he's, Eric with Eric's money. Yeah, he's lost, he's lost a stream of income, and he's... Uh, got more expenditure mm. and Miriam is l- like a massive money draining yeah. thing on four wheels although she is beautiful as we she did beautiful. comment this episode she, she is. is absolutely beautiful and I love her um, yeah so he's he's you know he's feeling dejected about his monetary state and then Major Chatfield is that his mm. name turns up so it's another military sort of themed episode, yes. really. So Lovejoy doesn't get to dress up though, which is a shame. No, yeah. it is a shame. No dressing up this episode. Just the, just the leather jacket as always. And basically, this major turns up. It's a bit of an odd one, really, isn't it? Because he's though I'm looking for. I don't know why they come to Lovejoy. We don't really know why well, they Love choose Joy, Lovejoy. Lovejoy is obviously known for solving mysteries. Then yeah. he says to them, I'm not Sherlock Holmes. And you well, think, you, know you have been Sherlock Holmes every, every episode. episode. You've been Sherlock Holmes. We've been shouting, you're not a detective, go to the police. Now you're being asked to be a detective. And you go, I'm not Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I'm not very good in there. I don't do it. I'm like, you just, that's all you've been Literally, doing. Literally, that's all so we've been he, doing. Yeah, they, they're basically, he's looking for Ashley Wilkes. And he's like, oh, have you heard of him? And, and the major describes him as a, a gypsy painter and then says, well, I don't think he's a real jippo. Yeah, jippo. Just more of a nomad. Good to go. We were like, jippo. Back to our kind of yeah. like, can you save? Yeah, I mean, I mean now you, you even couldn't in say 91, that. Or maybe you could because it's fairly recent... That the Roma have been uh, that, that, recognised as yeah, people who probably and, shouldn't and the travellers have been you know Irish tra- mm. travellers and that and the sort of recognition that the word gypsy is not just a, a generic term yeah. and that each yeah. of these groups have well, you know well jippo in particular because even now gypsy is not really a term that you should use but jippo jippo definitely, it, it definitely oh, isn't. No, apologies yeah. listeners for using it but we're we're just talking about what is used in the episode <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so and, but that's got nothing on the misogyny. So Brooklyn, Brooklyn snowflakes, you're in for a treat. Also, have we have we ever talked about this? I don't understand why snowflake is like an insult because when no. it snows, everything is broken. Nobody goes to work. Everything stops. Snowflakes are very. Powerful. Uh, powerful. That's exactly only right. in this country, though. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. It was Every other country managed. I was reading about this the other day. It was from a ter- someone wrote something and used this as a description, and it kind of caught on. Oh, and the other thing is, we are all unique, special people. Oh. I mean, we are. That's the point of people. That's why. That's what DNA is. Can I? Can I just get my Monty Python reference in? Early? Oh, go. You're all individual. Yes, we're all individual. 
I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It was from Fight Club, Snowflake. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. And there the book, go. original book, said, "Yeah, you are not special. You are not a beautiful and unique snowflake." And it's in the film as well. And then, so that's where it came from. The idea, obviously, because yeah. the reason for snowflakes is because they're all meant to be unique, yes. and we all think we're so special. But actually, but, but we are all special, and we are all unique, aren't we? Um, well, yeah, everyone is. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So basically, Lovejoy agrees because I, th- I guess because he's just so desperate. It's a bit of an odd one. It's like we want you to find this artist. Well, they're paying quite. They're paying like. Two hundred quid a day. Because he said straight off, okay, how much are you going to pay me? Yeah, and that's and why he, he takes just it needs on. cash. He's like, fine, okay, look, I'm desperate for money. I'll I'll find this guy. I think he's thinking it's a bit weird. And then the major goes out to his car, and there's the shadowy guys in suits waiting for him. We never find out who they are, but I figure they must be like secret service, MI5, yeah, or maybe military police. Who's internal affairs? Is that the there's- police? Oh, is that the army? Oh, is that not in England? I think that's America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my five is like domestic intelligence. That they're like be. them. And then military. So there's some kind of military intelligence. I don't know. Mm. Basically. I think they're military intelligence, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. And we find out why that's relevant we, we at the don't... very, very end, as though they snuck it in because they'd realised they'd gone over their 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, shit, shit. And they're like, oh, you know, did he bite? You know, so basically we figure that these guys in suits are the ones that really want to find. And they obviously actually, need real. They obviously need him for some, you know, nefarious purpose, mm. we think. Mm. And it's that they don't really. But, I mean, why they can't find him themselves, as we'll yeah, discover, because he's not, not very that hard, hard to find. What do I don't understand? Lovejoy finds him within about 20 minutes, sends uh, Tinker, which we'll, we'll come to a bit later, to meet to, him. To, like, double check it's Tinker him. Tinker checks it's him and it is, and he meets him. And then we spend about tw- another 20 minutes of the episode with them <laughs> trying to find him again, and eventually finding him again and going, you're hard to find. No, you, you've already found him. I don't understand. But I think this might go back to the fact that it that we've all forgotten what it was like in 1991, because although they have found where he's doing a little bit of work, he's only doing it on a weekend, on well, one day. Wait till the they next weekend! Exactly. I don't understand. Well, they felt like they couldn't wait till the next weekend. Oh, it's just so. But they've, they've been looking for him for two years or something. Do you know what <laughs> it's I mean? True. Like, oh, they haven't anyway. tried very hard. And they have, they? This is meant to be military intelligence, and they haven't found him. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so the, the cover story that the major gives Lovejoy is that, that they they want him because they they commissioned him to do a mural and they promised him that they'd give him this job. Um, and now the job was ready to be done and they want to find him so that's like the, the ostensible reason although I'm sure Lovejoy is suspicious of that immediately because it doesn't yeah sound he real. did do a little bit of looking to camera like, in a did that great mm-hmm. look didn't mm-hmm. he that, that doesn't really mm-hmm. sound yeah so so basically the, the first step they take to find Ashley Wilkes is they put an ad because well, he's a painter they put an ad in the paper saying American buyer seeks Ashley Wilkes paintings hoping that will flush mm. out some people either, either Ashley Wilkes himself or people who've already got paintings by him who therefore might know where he is so that's, their first, that's step number one mm-hmm. in their clever campaign. Um, Lovejoy goes off to meet Tink in the pub, and that's where we find out that Eric's not here. Oh, very sad. It's not explained, though, is it? You know, he's fishing he's in Wales. Fishing. Oh, I missed that bit. Yeah, well, I was hanging I, on to him. <laughs> I found that implausible. It? Does Eric go fishing? He's never mentioned fishing before, no. but shall I tell you what else? Jane wasn't in this episode either. No, so maybe, so fishing maybe fishing in Wales <laughs> is like a conference in Harrogate. <laughs> and the whole Lovejoy universe has been tilted on its axis, <gasps> as we realise. Or, he, or ah. he's just gone off, you know, it's a cover story because he's gone to see, I don't know, Beat Nyball or something. <laughs> 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 some... <laughs> some 
you know, oh, rock band. I think that's a good name. If we ever, f- once we've done this, we what? ever form a band. Once we form <laughs> our metal band, yeah. yeah, obviously, which we will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can only be in a metal band. I can't be in one where I actually have to be able to sing. I can only be in one where I can, can shout. shout. Yeah, <laughs> punk. Maybe we could do punk. We as could well. do punk. Yeah. yeah. So. So you know I can know Jane, but we do see uh, obviously Lovejoy and Tinker uh, in the pub, do we? We is do. That... Oh yes, yeah. It's we do. very brief. It was just uh, I wanted to get in there, and, he, and that's when we learn that Eric's, Eric's okay. I see. And, and he explains then, you know, that we well we've been asked to find this guy. Yeah. How do we do it, etc. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because in the episodes when Tink wasn't there, they never bothered explaining that. Huh? No, they, they I never think we said just assumed he was in the pub to, yeah, on a sesh. He was probably just on like a sesh. lost weekend, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, on a bender. Lost weekend. So and then we and then we actually see Ashley Wilkes. So we see which is Tom Wilkinson. So brilliant. Oh, yeah. um, basically, learn that his scam. It's not. I mean, it's not really. It's, it's not, just really a, a, it's scam. not really a scam. But that's his, the bit that I didn't get. It's, it's not, not a scam. He well, goes. It's, to it's, a, it's not called a scam either. He turns his, up in these villages. He has some Polaroids of all the different nice cottages, whatever. And then the ones where he knows that there are women who live in the houses... Of a certain certain age. Of a certain age, yeah. And and they own the house. He will go and set up his little easel outside and he'll paint the cottage. There seems to be an awful lot of them. An awful lot of women in cottages. I know. I I think we've... This is when I'm starting to really feel like a millennial because I'm like, wait, we would never own a bloody beautiful cottage like that. And so yeah, he takes the Polaroids, goes to the local pub, says to the landlord who lives who, in his house, and then he off he yeah. and then he he sits outside and he paints. And of course, the the people who live in the house, which maybe, I didn't even think about this bit, but it's always the women who come and say, "Oh, what are you doing? Oh, you're painting." I just never there, the by men. the way because the men. One assumes from the writing of this episode are at work. Out at work. There's something in the city which one of them actually was. That was his job, yeah. Even though they live very, 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 very far away from the city. Yeah. Yeah. So how do they get there? I suppose maybe they drive. They drive to the station and they get the train. And maybe (gasps) they stay there all week. Mm. And that's how the, the ladies they've are frustrated. Oh, they've all got Pierre the They're at the London Club. Yeah, yeah they might live in their club. club. Yeah, yeah. at the club. So, yeah, yeah he paints. It's, it's a different world, so listener. So they ask him what he's painting. He quotes Shakespeare at them. As and you then do. charmingly. And then says... It was very charming. I'm sorry. He was very charming. Basically, Em would have fallen But you for wouldn't it. jump into bed with him. Yes, I would. <laughs> He basically, I would be like, pull that paintbrush down and get inside. With amazing regularity, managed to A, sell the painting, and yeah. B, have some sex every single time. I mean, maybe, well, not every single time. Was there a failure rate that we didn't just hear about? No, we, did, we did, to be fair, because they, they went, had, we yeah, learned when they later on. Barn, she was like, look at all these. Oh, yeah. There is a stack of cottages that paintings that he didn't sell. Okay. By the way, there were slightly less naive women than <laughs> I guess, because, yeah. Or so, the men came to the door. Yeah. Maybe yeah. occasionally. Or, no, or nobody came to the door. Or no, on holiday or something. Yeah. yeah. So basically, that's his thing. He sells them for like two hundred quid. Sells the painting. Sometimes gets his leg over. Has a two hundred quid. Jobs are good in. So that's how he kind of like makes. That's how. That's how he makes, makes his living. Yeah. yeah. Which is not. Til- I don't think there's anything illegal about that. No, and I think that's why we were so confused the entire episode because we were like, "What's? Yeah, well, there's nothing maybe, going on here. It's I mean, bit, maybe it's a bit seedy, but, but good luck to him. Light. I mean, yeah. it's not. But it wasn't we, implied that he was doing anything particularly. Yeah, no, he wasn't. I mean, the women felt ashamed and embarrassed because they kind of realised they'd been sort of conned I guess yeah because conned I'm into... sure he was saying you know we'll run away and we'll do this and we'll do that yeah. and I'll paint pictures of you and it'll be amazing and then they were like you sort of oh, did. She, she, he lives in the country with some woman called Roz in a barn 
or whatever he does. Yeah, because that's what we find out, isn't it? So the one, so as Paul was saying, like very quickly, we find out he's quite easy to find, and he teaches. (laughs) He teaches an art class in a field, in a farm um, on the weekend, and there's a lovely little vardy, like a gypsy caravan, parked in one of the fields, and the little art class goes and they'll paint it, and it's very beautiful. And as we mentioned, Tink goes to this art class and like meets him immediately. Mm. So basically, say he is found, and he is there every weekend. So when they're like running around the next few days it's like why just wait till Sunday yeah. <laughs> you know where he is just you know, go back just again go directly yeah. there but so yeah he goes Tink goes there on the bus bless him a farm in Braintree he's got to get at least two buses because we the one he gets on and he cycles to get to the bus yeah yeah. yeah it's a long journey Um but then also Lovejoy gets a, so that's one place and then Lovejoy also gets a call a message from a lady who says she's got one of these paintings. I know the dealer. Uh, who's, the dealer yeah, yeah, who's yeah. seen who's seen the ad basically in the paper and contacts him from that. So he oh, he's done the fake. Her. He's used the fake ad trick again. We've yeah, yeah, seen yeah. that since quite it's early on in the last series. The first episode, was it the first it? ever yeah. episode? Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because Eric kind of cocked it up and put Fels from Hall. Oh, <laughs> like, why it. would you yeah. do that one, you idiot? Yeah, yeah. Bless him. So yeah, off he goes to the dealer to talk to her about her Ashley Wilkes. Yeah, and then. I can't remember her properly. I can't. She hadn't fallen for it, had she? No, just, no. Like, she, she scam, as it were. One of the one of the ladies that had fallen yes, from it, that sold for it. it they yeah. sold it to um, to her. A part exchange for something she said. So like, yeah. Oh, and of course, and so she knew which cottage it was because she knew who'd sold it to yeah. her. Yeah. Because Lovejoy was like, just tell me where he is, and she was like, uh, I'm not going to do that. And then Lovejoy magicked up. He palmed it basically into he. He had a, a what was it? George a George III, III penny. Coin. And he said, What well, you should always check the things that you buy and he reached into a coat that she had for sale and suddenly this penny was there magically. Yeah. Um which he gave to her. So she was like, Well this is worth a lot of money and then she spilled the beans and yeah. said, Oh, it was this cottage. Yeah. So off you go, you can go and talk to this person. Yeah, so he goes there. Basically, yeah, to see what you can find. Even out though about we learned like a couple of scenes later that Tinker had just made those yeah. calls last week, and yes, also, but anyway, true. also that at the same time this is going on, Tinker is literally with Ashley Wilkes anyway. So Lovejoy is trying to track him down, but Tinker is with him. It doesn't make sense. painting nudes. We find out later and a, ma- a, a male nude who apparently wasn't there very was attractive, like um, sort of mildly misogynistic, yeah. potentially almost homophobic um, it, sort of comment. I think, I don't know. I think that was another thing that harks back to this issue that we're having when we're watching this as women who were born in the eighties. Yeah. So when when this was on, we were still really young, really. Mm. Um, Tink says, "Oh, and there were nudes," and Lovejoy says, "Oh, were they nice?" And Tink says, "Oh, he blah blah blah." And they both went. And both of them went. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of like well. I think they were implying that he was unattractive as well as just male. Yeah, I know what you mean. That was definitely an element of, yeah. And to to be honest, listener, if they just said they were fat or they were skinny or they were old, then we would have made exactly the same comment. So maybe Mm. we are snowflakes. Don't make value judgments about people. That's no. what that's yeah, what that's yeah, what yeah. you that's need what to take from this episode. That's we'll, what we've learned. We'll, we'll come, come back yeah, to that. Absolutely. As I say, so he goes to the goes to this for the house where the dealer bought the painting from and talks to the man of the house and who explains what's happened. So Oh, and now, he's very snippy. So now Lovejoy kind of gets what's going on, mm. I think he kind of figures it out. And then so Lovejoy leaves, then the man leaves immediately on his bike and Lovejoy follows him to the pub and he talks to three different ladies in the pub who are all sat together and then And all, all leap, go, <gasps> leap up. And, and they I, finish their drink super quick and then leap up. I, I don't really leave. get that why they all dashed home. Well I think perhaps he said someone's looking for Ashley Wilkes. 
and Ashley Wilkes was that had meant so much to them in all their different lives that it was a shameful awful thing they were like I don't want anyone to know that I had anything to do with this person so, they so go, I need to go and get rid of and any hide evidence. the painting yeah. so they all dash home to hide their paintings and I think Lovejoy follows one of he them. He just picks one of them. Picks one and follows yeah. them. Basically, she explains. So therefore, then he's got a full understanding of how what, what Ashley walks him up to because this lady tells him the whole story. And she was in a cup of tea, just as an aside point. And oh my! Oh, I, he went down in my estimation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lovejoy is being sold as a man of this this wonderful taste, and he understands the value of things. He has milk and sugar. It's the sugar. He has sugar in Earl Grey. Now, I would just like to say, because I, I, partly because I don't drink tea or coffee, so I don't really understand this bit, is uh, that puts Lovejoy up in my estimation because he's literally gone, I know that you're supposed to do this like this. I know there's people are going to look down their nose at me. I know no. I'm doing it wrong. I not, actually like it. Like I'm not looking like down my nose. Like it's just hard. It just doesn't. The flavours don't work. It's uh, just not very nice. Sorry, hot, hot I'm sugar sorry, sounds nice. Sugar? Do you have sugar in Earl Grey? Paul might never speak to me again. A bit of milk. Fine. I have a splash sugar. of milk in Earl Grey. I don't. That's all right. But it's the sugar. Okay. A bit of milk. A lot of people have a little bit of milk in Earl Grey. Um, do you know what tea I do like? Sugar for me wouldn't work with that because it's got no, that lemony. Exactly. It, yeah. You know, I okay. like I like mint tea, and for a very long time I thought I liked. Mint tea because people put a lot of sugar in it. What I actually like is mint tea when it's made with green tea. Oh, mint oh, yeah. green Because tea. you sort of drink it and you're like, God, I feel amazing. Because I never drink tea or coffee, yeah. so I never have caffeine. Like, the caffeine comes out really gently and it's not like having a coffee and being really jittery. Yeah. Oh. And that was the difference. Oh, I see. So if you like mint tea, try it with a green tea bag in it. Yeah. yeah. Or you mm. can get like green tea with mint, can't you? Yeah. Together? yeah. Oh, mm. it's lovely. Mm. So, I didn't, so I lied. I do drink hot drinks. So, <laughs> but so, basically, so basically, like, yeah, so Lovejoy finds, so Lovejoy basically now knows the scam. He's talked to these women. But it's not a scam! Sorry, not scam. Well, sorry. He, he knows, knows the, the. I'm saying scam, but it's not. The but he knows what Ashley Wilkes is up mm. to. And it's not, yeah, it's, it's not illegal or anything bad, but, you know, he knows about it. And then he's chatting to, I don't know, this is like another scene, but he's chatting to one of the husbands, of, and basically he was like, oh, that painting. Because <laughs> I think I love like, oh, you must feel a bit silly, like, buying this painting. And he's like, oh, no, Lovejoy. We, we revitalised our marriage. The best investment oh, yes. I've ever made. Well, that was quite nice. I quite like that. Actually. So basically, yeah, her having it off with Ashley Wilkes meant that this <laughs> meant that she then she was then like, oh, actually, yeah, rampant the, in the, the bedroom, the floodgates. <laughs> oh god! I did an action too, listener. Which I, which I find quite a weird concept, though. Like, I'm sure. That, I mean, it must be the case because people talk about this, but like, I can't really imagine that. It's like I had sex with someone that I wanted to have sex with, and that now makes me want to have sex with the person that I didn't want to have sex with before. Suddenly, I've well, made it, maybe it's just more like you I had sex, I had sex and you're like, nice. oh. On, this can be quite nice. Yeah. What I particularly liked was the bit where somebody said, "Was it you, Helen?" Who said, "Is he just going around painting these women's cottages?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, it's not a euphemism." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you can come round and, and paint, paint my cottage. cottage. <laughs> oh, that's right. I think I said because in the next scene we meet because he Ashley Wilkes does have a sort of girlfriend. Well, they, it seems like they kind of have broken up actually. Recently. They're, they're more like um, partners, almost, aren't they? But, like they're like business partners. And I think they've recently like broken up as mm. a relationship because she says, "Oh, at one point, oh, he's not living with me anymore." So I think like they, yeah. Anyway, they've, they've had this sort of relationship. He's got a sort of girlfriend type of person, and it's and her farm where he's running the painting. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And he's. At doing the art classes at her farm but it was when we saw her and I was like oh did he paint her cottage as well 
Yeah, yeah you're right. So, so we meet, so we, we go back to the farm and we see Ashley Wilkes and Roz, yeah, who Roz. is his girlfriend, partner. And she's she's a lot less naive than the other women that she we've is, seen. She is, actually. She's, she's quite smart. worldly. And, and she probably is quite worldly. And she's a good painter because she is painting. When you yeah, find out about yeah. her, you realise she's probably quite yeah. worldly. And they've been together a couple of years and... Yeah, basically, she's been encouraging him to do the painting that he really wants to do, which is like these sort of abstract, mm. big canvases. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I want to make it big in Japan. And then he proceeds again. Oh, God. With, with the eyes of the snowflake, eyes of 2018, he does some really quite questionable Japanese and, and Chinese, Chinese accents. Yeah, I mean, it's just an accent. And then actually, do. something I we do learn at the end, accents. I was like, mm, this, I, oh, yes, really that is true, actually, given what we learn at the end. But I don't think he ever knows about that. Does no, he? he doesn't. No, he, well, but just the fact that those two things can be in the same. She might have told him about it, though. But I use it. This is an interesting. This is an interesting uh, little sort of sideline. Mm. When when is an accent? Because I do a lot of accents in my stand up. If it's yeah. relevant to the story, but there's this sort of unwritten rule that you can do an accent as long as they're 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 the same sort of ethnicity. As I you? no, I don't yeah. know. No, no, no. This is the rule. The rule is, if this culture, these people have been oppressed potentially by our culture. That's gross. Don't do that. If it's the Welsh, well, they've been oppressed. And the Scots. And the Irish. Yeah. So, and I don't know how you two feel about this, but sometimes in meetings at work, sometimes people just do my accent at me. That's, you see, I don't and like I'm that like, because that's... Uh, and then I think, well, I don't have a right to be offended. If I was ever oppressed of all these Londoners, but work, it was at least a thousand years ago, a... I'm fine. But work It is... wasn't within the last, like, 200 years. But work is a different context. And actually, because you have a Northern accent, isn't there an element of snobbery of somebody... Because I have people... I've had people do that mm. to me at work, and it's this kind of, oh, you little quaint little Northerner who's got into our world. But then I know people who are very, very well-spoken, but the reason that they're well-spoken is because they had to learn how to yeah. do that in order to kind of circumvent yeah. the whole thing. And then when I take the piss out of their accent, that's really it's that's really, really hurtful. We're the first we're really the first generation not to have to do that though. Aren't we? To, to, to not lose our yeah, accent. Not to have to speak up in RP. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also I don't think I do have a northern accent. So I'm clearly carrying some stuff. I, I hate to break it to you, but you do have a northern accent. It comes out on this podcast. Do I Helen listen? has what I consider a very RP accent and has a very nice Well, speaking... I can speak more like that. Um, so uh, yeah, someone, I had a very, someone had a very... Who was it in this? Because they said something like, oh, it's very nice. Someone a lot of the women had a very, very RP yeah, accent. They were, yeah, That's because they lived in sort of beautiful middle class East Anglian countryside. Yeah. Middle class, middle aged ladies. Um, yeah, so we meet, so we meet Ross, we find out he's got this lady friend. What we do? Oh, we were talking about his questionable accent. And he does his dodgy <laughs> accents because he wants, you know, he wants to do his, that's his ambition to do these abstract paintings, but basically he never finds time to complete them because... He never makes time He never makes time because he's too listener. busy painting the cottages of... of... <laughs> Of middle aged yeah. ladies. And and Lovejoy pick <laughs> and Lovejoy cottaging middle aged middle aged that's, that's sure. something, else. something else something else but yeah and then we basically have a nice little scene with Lovejoy and Tinker where they just like catch up about the fact what they've both found out about Ashley Wilkes but what's interesting in that scene was that um, basically um, Tinker I think suggests that like Lovejoy and Ashley are kind of kindred spirits mm. in a way that they're, they're kind of similar because they're both like like the ladies but I think the and thing got is, a bit of an eye of like a sort of a Ashley Wilkes seems quite indiscriminate 
He seems like someone who just loves sex, and yeah. so if he can have sex, actually, then he will. Whereas Lovejoy, I think, likes beauty. Mm. Yeah. Ashley Wilkes actually comes across that that little one to one they're having in the car. One to one, it makes it sound like this. <laughs> work. Boss, like work. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, the performance development review. Three sixty feedback <laughs> from Lovejoy. <laughs> Though Ashley Wilkes comes across as actually a sex addict, he just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's quite like normal. Yeah, yeah, because what he should be doing is pouring his energy into the work that he's really good at and he can do. There's large abstracts, but he won't do that because he's too scared that people won't buy it and it won't be successful. He's too scared. So instead, he's doing the thing that he would get immediate validation from. Yeah, give me my psychology. He's too, <laughs> he's too scared and too horny, is what M's trying to say. <laughs> And that's why I love him. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and also his uh, random Shakespeare quotes that he that, just kept that was dropping quite, in. Yeah, that's quite funny. Good. <laughs> we do also find out um, around this time that, uh, and, and I don't understand the relevant, relevance of this. I feel like this was lost. That his real name isn't Ashley Wilkes. Yeah. But we never find what his real name is or why really he changed well, it. I don't know Gone with the Wind well enough. If. And I think it's because I've only seen it once. Have you two seen I'm it? Gonna, I was going to say, it? Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, Tinker says, oh, every, or Lovejoy says, everyone's seen Gone with the Wind. So I have not seen it. I haven't so seen it I've either. seen the end of Gone with the Wind. Oh, is the Ashley Wilkes character in Gone with the Wind the person who doesn't get with Scarlet because she goes with the other lad with the moustache? Yeah, that one Rhett, 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 Butler. Rhett Butler. Yeah. Is, is Clark that, Gable in Tinker. Clark Gable. Gable. And is it something to do with... You're never going to be the most successful person because you won't, you won't risk it. You won't, you won't. Well, You're thinking about this far yeah, too hard. Basically, I mean, we don't even know why he uses a fake name because he's got no. As far no, as we he's know, not doing this, anything illegal. We don't know. He's not doing anything illegal. We don't think he's running away from anything or anything really. Well, he like, could potentially be running away from a lot of people's husbands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he uses the same name. But he, yeah, it's not oh, like yeah, he uses sorry, a yeah. different name every <laughs> time. A different name every time. That would make sense. But yeah, so basically, we just got he's named himself after Tink figures out that he's named himself after this. It's Gone with the Wind character. Because Tinker's seen a Gone with the Wind poster, didn't he? In a, yeah, 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 it just clicked in his head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we don't know what significance that has. We don't know who Ashley Wilkes was. Maybe if we knew who the character of Ashley mm. Wilkes in Gone with the Wind was, it would make sense. Well, that's we... your homework, everybody. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll go away and find too. out. But yeah. I bet we'd go back and find out and we're like, oh. oh it makes sense now. He's, he's, he's the painter who has sex with everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we also, what's also hilarious in this episode, is we keep going back to, because obviously, remember, so Major's asked him to find Ashley Wilkes and these shadowy men in suits are sort of behind it. And so we keep cutting every so often to the scene in the Major's office and the shadowy men in suits are there and they're all sat around going, well, we haven't heard from Lovejoy yet. Hasn't Lovejoy found Ashley Wilkes yet? We haven't found him. And it's basically, he sort of seems that. The Major and the, the they, they just literally sit... <laughs> 24-7 in the Major's office waiting for the phone to ring. It's like, this is not a very effective use of everyone's time. Or of public some, funds. Yeah, for some reason I just found it really implausible that they'd just be sat around constantly waiting for Lovejoy to call. Why hasn't he rung yet? I think, and I think it's because the reason they were waiting was just sort of dashed off in the last 10 seconds of the episode. Whereas if th- there'd been more about that, you would have been mm. like, oh my God, of course this is really important. Of course that's why they... Yeah. It, the, yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, mm. so we just... Yeah. And also I wonder, this is a bit of a sight, it's not really to do with this, but I wondered if he likes it, because he takes the photos of the painting, of the cottages and shows them to the landlord. Does he like pre-paint them from the photos? Oh, and then take them oh, along? Oh, yes, he must. whenever you see him painting outside... He's always the yeah, same bit, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I haven't thought, I thought of that. Anyway, it was just not really a proposal of anything. But then, but then, okay, then there was this bit that I really didn't get. Lovejoy yeah. goes again to one of the houses of the women who've been con- conned, whatever. I know it's not really a con, but whatever. 
um, taken advantage of, of by, by Ashley Wilkes. Debbie, he goes back to Debbie, or I think back to Debbie's house. I think we've been there before. I got really confused at this point. And then Alec turns up, who I think is someone that Lovejoy knows. He's like a dean. He was the guy with the chair. Oh, I'd forgotten about him. And he's yeah, the guy with the chair. He's the one who described Lovejoy as one of the local peasantry, which yeah. I thought was particularly nice. Oh, that's, nasty. that's right. <laughs> which was quite nice that he got his comeuppance. Okay, I've just got it. So we see him at the beginning, don't we, with yeah. his lady client, and he's like, oh, I'll come around and see you when your husband's out on Thursday, whatever. That's right. And so then Lovejoy's there, and. Alec, the dealer, turns up basically to, to shag Debbie. And, and was she the weather woman? No, no, no. She was just... Everyone looked identical in this episode. Yeah, really that, that's Very complicated. Got, apart from Tom Wilkinson. That's why I got confused. But then... so he And then basically, Lovejoy makes out to Alec, the dealer, that he knows the husband of the woman Person he's shagging, shagging, Harry, and says, oh, I'll tell Harry about you and Debbie unless you help me find Ashley Wilkes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on, to blackmail someone you have found him yeah. <laughs> why I don't understand yeah um, you're right that was really complex I was like you're making this really convoluted story I wonder if they missed bits out if it just went over the 50 minutes and they cut bits out and therefore it just didn't really, didn't really make, make as sense. much sense like, if, I, if I edited this but then I yoinked out like a massive yeah because sometimes I worry that I've done that no. <laughs> I listen back and I'm like no it was fine I just know that there was a 20-minute discussion about X, Y, Z in between. <laughs> but, like, and so basically Harry does find out somehow that... Sorry, not Harry. Alec, who is having an affair with Harry's, Harry's wife, does find out that um, Ashley Wilkes is living above a pub in Basildon called the Dun Cow. Which is a brilliant pub name. It's a great it name. Is. The Dun but like, Cow. Oh, I love but that. But also he says, oh, by the way, Debbie, the woman he's having an affair with, told me that you don't really know Harry. So, like, it's like, so he knew that... So why did he worry but he still, until he was... But he still found... Anyway... It made no sense. But anyway, so yeah, we, we find out where Ashley's living. He goes round to see him in in the pub. Again, you don't get the impression he's actually been hiding. This is when he says you're a hard man to find. I thought, no, he's not, though, yeah. is he? He's not been hiding. He's been pootling around. The, he's the been teaching art classes and he's been painting cottages, which is his job. He hasn't been doing anything to, like, yeah, stay under the radar at all, mm. has he? I'm sorry, I'm just reading, I'm reading no, my notes. I've kind of run out of notes now. No, so I've written Men's Army. Yeah, in, uh, in yes, the Men's Army. So Is that during this conversation, actually? So Lovejoy and... Um, yes. yes. So Lovejoy meets Ashley in the Dun Cow. Mm. He says, look, will you come with me? I've got this commission for you from the army. And he says, what, the Men's Army? And I want to know what other army. <laughs> yeah, The Salvation Army? So what, the like, Women's Army? There, but the, there isn't a Men's Army and a Women's Army. Men and women are both in the army. Even in 1991? Really? I know nothing yeah, still about the army. They women's army. They weren't. Yeah. I, mean, I think women were in the army, but this is before they were allowed yeah. to serve in on combat. the front line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they were still in the army. army. And Polly's right. There isn't another army. Well, there was the, the Salvation, Salvation army. army or the you know I mean, Barmy they... Army. <laughs> Oliver's army. <laughs> Maybe he thought he wanted him to paint a mural of like Ian Botham. And, you know. Which is, a, which is a contemporaneous it is, cricket It is, contemporaneous. Oh, I know my cricket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> started. Oh. So anyway, so, so, so he ascertains it's, it is the men's army. The men's army. army which yeah. isn't a thing, but okay. At which point he seems satisfied and off he goes. And it's just like when they go out and sit in the car and have this really weird... Yeah, so basically it's Lovejoy says, oh, you know, like... This, this is the army, meat of this episode. The army, the army are really. trying to find you... And because they said that, you know, that they offered you a commission to paint a mural, he's like, oh, I don't remember that, but okay. So it's all like, he's just like, all right, then yeah, he goes he along with it. Yeah, so he's then we're like, well, obviously he doesn't 
know that the army might be after him because he's but totally actually, fine. To, to be fair, the army aren't after him. Well, no, but, he, but we assume... I mean, I assume that they were because mm. they are after him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that, that all comes back down to this men's world thing where they're, they're not after Ashley at all. What they no. really want to talk, Who they really want to talk to is Roz. Yeah. But for some reason they don't go, find Roz! Wouldn't it have been a lot quicker just to on a farm Roz. and lives there all the time and it's a farm that has painting classes in it. Why are they looking for Ashley and not for the person they're actually looking for, who is Roz? But before we discover that they're really after Roz, like, as you were going to say, um, they have... So basically, because initially, like, Lovejoy says, oh, yeah, you know, they want you to do this mural. And Lovejoy almost positions himself as some sort of artist agent, which I don't yes. think he is. He's not a detective. He's not an artist agent. And However, like, in the barn, when he'd seen the large abstracts, he had said, bloody hell, they're really yeah. good. So I would like, represent no, I, I this represent, person. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically persuades Ashley to go with him to meet the major. We, about... have, we have said that Ashley slept... Ashley and Roz, who were together for a couple of years, but now broken up, Roz was the major's wife. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because mm. we find out that Roz is the Major's wife and that's who they're really looking for. Mm. Um, and that's why the Major's looking for her. Mm. Um, and but before they meet the Major, yeah, they have this really bizarre conversation in the car. Well, it's more of like a treatise from uh, <laughs> from Ashley. Ashley says, oh, you know what's changed, like, what changed my life? Yeah. You know, what I've got to be most thankful for in life or something is HRT. And we were sort of looked at each other like... It's changed my life, and I think Lovejoy says um, it's meant to change women's lives. Yeah, and then his <laughs> and then his reasoning was: so women who are now able to take HRT have experienced some kind of sexual revolution. Now they're more in touch with themselves. They're more in touch with their bodies. They're more and they able use... to be to speak about these kind of things. Well, That's not it's... got anything to do with HRT. It's got to do with women's emancipation well, and people being more open and. Chatting about I love the idea. I think, that, I think he was talking more about the biological side that often women. That's in, not a thing. I love the idea. There's well, a think, drug you can take that makes you fall in love with Tom Wilkinson in a basement. <laughs> I think that's oh, no. brilliant. Hang on, you see on the side effects list in the in the I packet. Think what yeah. is interesting? I'll be very open now. You two don't don't have to say this, but I'll say it. I have the coil, you know, the hormonal yeah. one. Mm. And when I was getting it fitted, the woman said to me, I said, oh, how long's the same for? And she said, oh, about um, five years, maybe take it out for. And she said, keep putting it in. Because then when you have the, when you go through the menopause, it won't be so bad because you've had this oh. sort of gentle and constant release nice. of hormones. Your hormonal balance has been very steady and it's a bit like taking HRT. Okay. She, she, that's what she said to me. Now... Who was in love with Tom Wilkinson this episode? <laughs> it was me. It was and maybe there's something in his theory. So maybe it's not um, a, a cultural, societal, I, whatever it is I, thing. Maybe it genuinely is I, because I'm flooded with hormones. I mean, my, maybe my biological knowledge is poor, but I do. I believe that the general accepted medical thing is that during the menopause, your libido lowers because that you know you no longer biologically need to have sex to reproduce mm. or can see so, I, don't, I think that's so, wrong <laughs> so, no but i think but i mean i think it is the case for a lot of women so a lot mm. of women experience loss of libido and when they take out hrt sorry are we now lib- doing women's hour right? yes <laughs> we're now doing oh, women's really hour interesting. welcome to, to women's so, hour here we are <laughs> in, with, em, women's hour with em paul and helen who, um, who, who haven't gone through the menopause no but i believe and, the, and i believe that hrt and again it's not like some it's not every single Women, but for many women, it, it revives, increases, restores whatever their libido. So I think that's what he's getting at. But is that, that these women, whereas before they might not have been so interested in sex, now they have this like interest. And he says these mature, sophisticated women, and their husbands don't pay them any attention. And I come along and paint their cottages. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, think that that's the point. There are so many. 
things that can make you lose your libido, like being a bit depressed or or having a child and then having another one really quickly or whatever you're doing. There are so many different things that can make that happen. It's not just the menopause. And I think that yeah, yeah, I, actually I'm not what saying... he's talking, well, what they, or what they've kind of missed is in 1991, if you're in your 50s, that's a very different situation to 19... 19- 71 maybe when they were really young yeah. and being in your 50s I just and those those women have been through the bloody war yeah I think HRT was a relatively new yeah. thing in the same way that I, I think what I'm trying to say is HRT obviously had its part to play Ashley Wilkes saying that that's the entire reason this has happened isn't right part of the reason this happened is the HRT and part of the reason is because he's paying attention to women yeah. who aren't being paid attention exactly, to and yeah. that doesn't matter how many hormones are in your body and that's I just agree. hot I agree <laughs> it's that thing again about women being defined as property and it happens twice because he says uh, in the army you don't have wives the officers don't have wives they have ladies ladies and then he says oh find Ros and bring her to me and, and she's yeah. described as property like you yeah. go out and get her and just bring her back yeah, yeah. No, oh I love Joyce so you, oh whoever says to him oh you, you moved around like you had 14 moves in 17 years he goes well that's what she did with her father and you're like well didn't make it she, so she, she doesn't belong to him either yeah. <laughs> she's not a bloody chair she's yeah. a person so, so Lovejoy so Lovejoy and Ashley have the conversation in the pub Ashley's like yeah I'll meet the major and then we somehow find out so he takes him to meet the major and that's when we find out they don't really want Ashley they want Roz who mm. is the major's wife and it would have been a much quicker plot if exactly. they yeah. and Lovejoy was like oh no pay up like you owe me I've found Ashley and he's yeah. like no, 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 no! I'll pay you when now. you deliver Roz, and he, and I, I wrote that wasn't the deal. Yeah, yeah, like, that wasn't the deal. Incensed she was about yeah, this. I was like, furious. Yeah. Lovejoy doesn't. Lovejoy doesn't say that. He's like, okay then. And they go and they go and get Roz. Well, but, no. but then we don't even see him go and get Roz. The next scene, he just turns so up. Roz is just there. Well, yeah, it's uh, all very unless, weird. Unless there is this little personal investment whereby he wants to meet the guy who nicked his wife. But he doesn't do anything. He... he doesn't beat him up. He just sort of looks him in the eye and gives him the proper sort of army once over type look, doesn't he? I felt a bit sorry. I don't know him. why I rolled my eyes quite I so hard. I felt a little bit sorry for him. So what's basically happened is he says, you know, you've you've nicked my wife. Then there's this discussion, which is kind of an interesting discussion about being a military spouse. This actually links in really nicely with a comment that Lovejoy made that I thought initially was really funny. Mm. Uh, but actually, I think it's meant to link into this. At the very, very beginning, when they turn up in the first place and says, will you find this guy for me? He yeah, says, lots of uh, I, I work for neither uh, uh, queen nor country. Yeah. I just work for money. I just work for cash, he yeah. says. And of course, these guys do predominantly work for queen and country. And that's why they have to find Ross yeah. when we finally find out what the secret is. And I thought that the reason Lovejoy said that is because in the past he had worked yeah. for King yeah. and he was just like, and I don't do that anymore, don't do it anymore. because it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to move I around mean, all the time. I don't want to not have a yeah. partner. Yeah. I don't want to do that. But, I want to be settled. Well, and also, the, <laughs> another, so plus, so they say go and get Ross, and I think. Yeah, and Lovejoy's like, well, okay. And then the next thing, the suits turn up at Lovejoy's house and they're like, you're going to bloody well find Roz because otherwise you're going to... And then, what does he say? You're going to go back inside, You're going to go back inside. They also make a really weird comment that seems to not relate to anything else they say, which is, a vasectomy means never having to say sorry. Yeah. What was that about? I think it means you can just have sex and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I honestly... But then what, what does that have meant? to do with... Because they were telling Lovejoy to go and find Ros. What's a vasectomy got to do with this conversation? I think they're really saying they're going to... I think... So there are two problematic things here. I think the first thing is they were saying to him, we're literally going to like cut your bollocks off if you don't sort this out. 
You, you can't say bollocks at seven thirty yeah, or, or whatever. Evening. We're going to do something to your genitalia that will be that will mean that in the future you will not be able to procreate. Whatever that is. Not mention vasectomies. They're not going to give him a vasectomy. No, but I think maybe they were using vasectomy okay, as like a, a scary, okay. euphemistic no threat. Yeah. But the other part of that that is way more problematic. Is what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I know. That's not a thing. I know. You don't because then before this when um the major says i'll oh, go and find Roz, otherwise i'll come after you fully armed it's like again i don't think like yeah people pulled... in the army can just take their guns around with them yeah and lovejoy getting... could call dennis at that point and yeah. like, oh, we could. um dennis anyway someone's so... gonna come and bring yeah. the might of the british army down upon me cut my balls off <laughs> so, yeah. so, so the men in suits come to see lovejoy and threaten him and then so the next thing we know Roz is at the barracks meeting yeah. so basically he we assume he has gone to Roz and said i mean he must have said, look, they're threatening me. They're saying they're going to send me back to yeah. prison or, or chop off my bollocks or whatever. So please, please. And so she, I guess. And so she did. And I guess she probably has an idea. She seems to know what it's about She, anyway. she probably has an idea what it's going to be she about. She did know what it was about, yeah. And then we she? find so she out goes, so and she goes the serious yeah. yeah, she, um, it's her dad, her dad basically had some papers. Stole that, some papers, didn't he? Yeah, himself. which related to a war crime. Basically, yeah, in Malaya, so it got very dark very quickly. Which I didn't understand because she said, "In oh yeah, my father was a brigadier in Malaya," and I was like, "Where's Malaire? that? Malaya, where's that?" And then she said the name of a place. I was like, "Oh, Malaya!" Yeah, <laughs> like she Kenya, because she was the one with the RP. That's what yes. I said. someone in this episode spoke that. Yeah, I no, that was her. her. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she he was there. I think during the sort of independence mm. uh, struggle was it, or was it? I don't, I don't really know enough about Malaya. But I don't know. It was at a war all. in, in the fifties. Basically, 50s, when we were there, when they the were trying. Yeah, exactly. Independence, like. And uh, basically, arrested. Uh, they they arrested some locals, mm. and I think the idea was that they were just civilians as well. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? They were not. They arrested some locals. The locals escaped, so they shot them all dead and it oh, I, this sudden massively dark time <laughs> but i think it, it links to there was quite a lot going on at this time because that weren't they or they fairly recently concluded an investigation into the me my massacre was it my late i can't remember how you pronounce it in um in in vietnam where they went through that village and they killed all the children uh, yeah. and women and left them in the ditch wait so they did that in 1991 the investigation the investigation was in, yeah. in the 80s from a thing that happened ah, in the 70s okay 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 so yeah i think it's the my Lai massacre yeah yeah that would, I mean, there would have been lots of things. I mean, there was, and there were probably a lot of other things as mm. well that, that had been going on. And Ros had the proof that this had happened because her father had sort of gone against protocol and taken away the evidence, so he had it and it was safe. Yeah. But because Ros had then slept with Ashley, her sergeant major husband, or whatever he was supposed to be, had set fire to all of her things. She said even my rowing machine, her dad thought was quite cute. Yeah, like, her, burnt her rowing machine. I was like, well, if you've got a rowing machine, it doesn't really matter that all your stuff's gone on fire. Yeah. Just buy it again, can't you? So Fine. They, they think that Rosa's got these papers... And her, I guess but the, she ma- hasn't got I guess them. the major must also think she has them. Otherwise, why would he let them go after her? But he, but knows then that he, he knows destroyed all, all he her also things. knows that he burnt all her things. So it's very confusing. This is why we didn't really understand what was mm. going on. The reason on. they want them though is is actually quite dark and quite sad. It's because they, they want to keep it secret. They want to keep it secret because they said that there was somebody very high profile involved. And I think the implication is as a politician or somebody yeah. very senior in public life, and they would rather cover up this horrible war crime than have. Some 
somebody rich and famous or whatever, you know, some well-known member mm. of the establishment actually take the flat imagine for if, the evil that they did. Imagine if the rest of the Lovejoy arc was just Lovejoy investigating war crimes. And that was it. But yeah, because they say prom- that what the other officer involves a prominent citizen. So, I mean, I immediately thought prime minister. Prime minister. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so basically that's why. But but it doesn't make sense. Like so. But anyways, obviously she agrees not to tell anyone, and the papers are burnt anyway. So that's kind of the end of it. Um, so but, it's a bit of kind of non-ending, really, was non-ending, wasn't it? Like nothing. Yeah. You know, this is a hugely important thing. If you dropped the clues in to yes. this is what it was from the beginning, yes. it would have been a lot more engaging and enjoyable because I think all of us missed stuff because we were like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, what we, is happening? If we, if we, yeah exactly, hints throughout that there was some sort of link between Ros and the military or she mentioned something about yeah. my father in the war or if we... Something, some, some, anything. Say, something to kind of make us think, and at the end it like ties up. And it you was think, just a oh. bit of a rush, wasn't it? It was too mm. much. Of a... the, the the one nice bit about the end didn't have nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. Was that the one person who's benefited out of this was Tinker? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. In, his, in his three hours or whatever of art school, has suddenly become a decent <laughs> painter, and he's now sat painting a pub so we can get some free drinks. Well, painting oh. a pub and painting the landlady painting over. But hey, yeah. and, hey, qu- and quoting Shakespeare, basically he learned from Ashley Wilkes. Yeah, he did in so um, many ways. And that was the, that was the like, and that was that was marginally amusing, I mean, but, but it was so, a bit odd, really, wasn't it? I mean, out of ten, oh, it's got to be lower. Hasn't I'm going to give it like a three, and I know that's a bit mean because it was like fine, but it wasn't. It was just a bit odd, wasn't it? It was, to hard to fo- it was hard to follow. Well, I understood all of it, but I didn't understand why. Exactly. They in fact, I, sorry, I think that's what I mean. It wasn't hard to follow. It was just hard to become yeah. engaged it's with like, the story. We're looking for someone that we've already found. And, and then, we don't even want then, him anyway. We want person. someone that he's had sex with for a couple of years, but now isn't even with anymore. And then now we... And the and the reason we want her is, like, nothing to do with anything else that's happening in the whole episode, and we only find out about yeah. the end. And it, yeah. it just, no, I'd give it, I'd give and it a also three. And also, the major have burnt her paper. Like, that's the bit I don't get. It's like, he burnt them. Yeah. If, if, she, if she'd burnt them, then fine, that's all very neat. You know, if she'd mm. been like, oh, well, I'm just going to... I'm going to destroy this. Because he wouldn't necessarily have known. Did he want the... Did he not tell the other uh, army buddies that he'd burnt them because he wanted, he wanted to see to his wife? Her. That's the only oh, thing I can think oh, of. Yes. Is that actually he yes. allowed these two because he desperately wanted to see suits. her, didn't Be- he? And then and then you have that mournful glance as she walks yeah. away, and he's so uptight he doesn't even say, "My darling, I'm sorry. Can we make this work?" Mm. He just gazes after her longingly. Maybe that was why. Yeah, yeah sort of implied. That actually, and that does make sense. Yeah, and maybe we didn't get sense. that immediately because we're not. Man whose wives have left us. I don't know where but I'm going that. Not a man that does make sense. Me. That it was a sort of wild goose chase that he allowed them to go on because he, he realised it. He, he wanted to yeah. be able to have one yeah. last loving, longing glance at his oh. wife. Oh, okay, that, that, so it sort love. of makes sense. But I, I'm still giving it a three. I think I'd give it a four just because I, I kind of yeah. There, I, it, there were some bits that I quite quite liked the whole sort of cheekiness mm. of it. I mean, it was. It was so even the cheekiness. I didn't mind the fact that he was like painting women's houses yeah, yeah. and then shagging them because that's like quite cheeky and it obviously yeah. consenting. And they were like consenting. Um, yeah. But then it did get a bit creepy when he explained, "Oh, it's all because of HRT." Yeah. So I kind of, up until that point, I was like, "So yeah," but I'm gonna give it four just because similar reasons. <sighs> now to you guys. I really, really liked Ashley Wilkes. So and I think I score higher than you two normally anyway because I'm just like that. I'm a bit soft. But there was no Eric and there was no Jane yeah. who, despite the fact that every episode I try and say that I don't like her. I do like her, actually. I, I like her a lot. Um, so I think I might go for a four as well. Mm. well. I feel like to give it a little bit more now, because it was quite Well, nice. we could all do no. four. 
Yeah, let's all yeah, do four. You can all agree. Don't be influenced by us. No, I'm always influenced by you. Um, Antique. 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 There were no Antiques. Really any. Do you know what I liked? What? That, um, we didn't even mention, I don't think, one of the many, many women that Ashley Wilkes was banging uh, was uh, <laughs> a, a, a weather woman from the town. Oh, yeah. So every, all her dialogue had like bits in it about like scattered shells and stuff, which I loved. But she had this really nice top on. It was... Blue, long sleeved, cropped, but oh, the I think that crop. was a different lady. Was that, that was Debbie. Was that? that was Debbie. Oh, oh yeah, everyone looked the it same. This her top was. But nice. She did have a nice top on. Yeah. Yeah, it was cropped, and then but it was a really a long crossover. Um, you could knot it, and then the tie kind of came down. I bloody love that top. If anyone can find it anywhere. <laughs> In the spirit of misogyny, can my uh, antiques of the week plural be the HRT adult middle aged ladies of the nineties? <laughs> You want? I thought you were going to say Ashley Wilkes balls. <laughs> there weren't any. I mean, because the only actual antiques were like the chair that he restores at the beginning and gives to, which yeah. was which was hideous. I mean, if you like chairs. No, I, I mean. Well, Miriam was in it, and she is an antique. I think the antique of the week, similar to polls, it was probably like the misogynistic attitude of mm. Ashley Wilkes to the women. Yeah, yeah. Um, did we learn anything? Do you, learned... what, do you know what I learned? And it's not so much that I learned it. While we were watching the episode, it's more like as we've been talking, we've talked a lot about stereotypes and what is acceptable and what isn't and how times have changed and how we... Our attitudes are different. Mm -hmm. But that stereotype of the artist being a feckless twat who runs around shagging women and won't dedicate themselves to their real art for whatever reason, Mm. that's a stereotype too. Yeah. And that's equally as crap. Because yeah. if you really care about your art and the art that you're doing, and then the stuff that you're watching on telly is just reinforcing that actually you're a bit of a, an idiot who um, is kind of a scam artist and you're never going to make any money and there's no point putting your things into places to be recognised because you're not um, from a good background mm. or you don't have the right connections or you don't have whatever, which I think is how Ashley felt because I, we didn't actually learn where he was from. Um, like, that's just as a crap stereotype as it is of, uh, hormonal women Mm. or, you know, whatever else was in this episode. So I think that's what I've learned, that, um, (laughs) one, the stereotype of artists is, is prevalent in our society, and two, I do really fancy them. Well, like, that's very profound. It is. I'm I not sure I can uh, add anything to that. I think we've talked about about what we've learned in terms of the differences between now and then. So, you know, mm. kind of nearly 30 years on, things are very different. I'm not sure. I think we've learned that the army seems to just hemorrhage public funds on having some men sat in an office yeah. for four days I, waiting yeah. for Lovejoy to ring and them. They, oh, Lovejoy is more effective in five minutes than the military intelligence have been in, like, two years. It's probably means, concerned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it probably means he was a really good soldier. Yeah, this is yeah? true. Mm. Let's leave it on that then. Yeah, yeah okay. You can find us on um, at Uh We will see you anon, listener. We will indeed. Yeah, in, in the meantime, we will see you on Twitter. We'll see yeah. you on Insta. Uh, and we'll hopefully see some of you on Patreon. Oh, yeah, come on. It's patreon.com slash Lovejoy, actually. Yeah. So join us. Thanks yeah. for supporting us. That'll be great. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. We'll bye. see you soon.